0: hello there there.
1: i will sync that up in editing as i did with the last episode don't so don't no (laughs) need to worry welcome to the intermediary episode we're not season one anymore we finished that that's behind us um but we are not in season two yet that will be next week and what we decided to do in the meantime is we decided to do a bonus episode and this is going to be, I, I hope to do this again because I think this episode is going to be fun. Um, this is what I call Star Wars Opinions. Um, and basically, Jacob and I have formulated, uh, uh, before this episode, we've formulated five Star Wars opinion questions that relate to each other's Star Wars opinions. And we are going to ask each other these questions and then we are going to answer these questions basically um and actually i'd like us to both do it so um you want to go All first right. or you want me to
0: i guess i can go, go first, first with my uh, uh my first, first question. question okay go right. ahead number, number one, one, it's, number it's, one it's, it's kind of a simple one. one canon or legends which, which do you like better Canon than or I?
1: legends oh it's hard there's so many good things about both of them um i'll just say this um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm As a way of processing this, I'm going to tell you what I like about canon and don't like about canon and then like about Legends and don't like about Legends. I like canon. Canon seems to be a little more streamlined. It has more set rules than Legends, which makes the universe more cohesive. Um, Mm. It also seems like canon is... I think a little more supportive of the movies. I think Legends wanted, wanted to get away from the movies heavily, and I think that held it back a little bit. Um, but I think canon right now is very supportive of the movies, and I think that's good. I, I like that, and, I, and there are certain parts of that I like. Drawbacks of canon is I feel like until now, until these High Republic days, we haven't had a lot of crazy creative freedom out of the, canons, out of the new canon stuff because they want to play it safe so much, but I think that's going to change with The High Republic. Um, what else do I not like about... I Actually, this, this relates to creative freedom, but they really haven't gone too much outside the boundaries of the 60 or so years of the original prequel and sequel trilogies. Um, yeah. And that is definitely a drawback. And again, with The High Republic, that's going to change. But um, that those are my... Does, that's for canon. Legends, wow. I think canon's. I think legends' biggest strength and biggest weakness is it's just absolute like wildness. It's crazy. There's stuff that the talking mountain. There's nothing. There's nothing. Stuff that happens in legends. Crazy. It, it, yeah. it doesn't even. Sometimes it doesn't feel like Star Wars, which is one of the weaknesses. But but one of the one of the strengths of it is you can literally just do anything. You can you can have uh, communist Sith lords. You can have you can have in Brotherhood of Darkness. That's basically what it is. You can have an entire Sith. You can have an entire Sith species. You can have you know Jedi who can manipulate black holes. It's really strange stuff. at the end of the day, I, don't, I still don't think it's a fair comparison. I remember you we were talking about this a couple of years ago, and I said I didn't think there was a compa- fair comparison. Canon's been around for five years now, and no, six years. And Legends has been around for uh, Legends, before that was around for 20, 25 years. But right yeah. now, right now, with everything said and done, um, I would have to say right now I'd prefer Canon there there is some really good stuff about legends it's it's a close race for me what do you think
0: uh personally i like legends better but i think they both have their merits
1: definitely i i, I definitely think they both have their merits um i guess i'll just ask you the first this first question yeah. um, are you ready for this mhm so I knew, uh, because Jacob loves Rebels so much, I knew I could get him talking about Rebels <laughs> fast. So, for that reason, I did yeah. not I did not ask any questions related to Star Wars Rebels. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm instead asking questions about the other Star Wars shows. So, Jacob, The Clone Wars or The Mandalorian?
0: Hmm. That's... I would say it's a tough one, but to be honest, I'm going to have to go with The Clone Wars. I... I think it's hard to compare it based on whether or not it's a better show. But I think that in terms of like a purely from a critic standpoint, I think it would be hard not to say that the Mandalorian is better just because it's live action. And I think it does some really cool things. So I, I really like it. I think it's cool. But personally, I just on a personal, I guess, like emotional, like um, subjective level. I like The Clone Wars a lot better. Um, it has some things that I don't understand and some things that I don't really enjoy or agree with, but overall it's a really cool show. And I think it adds up a lot to the Star Wars universe, especially the canon universe. I love the Ahsoka's character. I love that they give like Anakin a potty one and they have that relationship. So I really, really like, um, I would say The Clone Wars in terms of what I like better as a Star Wars media. What
1: about you? For me, it's uh, no contest. uh, Clone Wars blows Mandalorian out of the water. Clone Wars has and has always been up to this point uh, my favorite Star Wars TV show. And the Mandalorian in season two is going to have to do a lot of crazy things to even get close to the Clone Wars. I love the Mandalorian. I remember I, the day The Mandalorian came out, I was sitting at, um, getting, trying to get Disney+, Plus, anxiously waiting for The Mandalorian, and I absolutely love that show. It's just The Clone Wars is such a legacy thing for me. I grew up with that show. Now to finally see it uh, ending um, is just such an emotional experience for me. It's going to be The Clone Wars um, pretty much always for me. Okay, let's go to your next question.
0: My next, next question... question. Okay. We got This is kind of a um interesting question because I feel like a lot of different Star Wars YouTubers especially seem to have a lot of opinions about this and kind of the in universe politics of Star Wars have the Jedi I guess in the prequel era have the Jedi lost their way?
1: Oh, have the Jedi lost their Like way?
0: are the Jedi right to fight with, with the Republic or
1: have were they the Jedi even right to Have the Jedi you know, lost their way? Without a doubt. I love the Jedi, but they have definitely lost their way. Going from their job, Mace Windu says in Attack of the Clones um, to Palpatine, uh, We're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. And yet we see them fighting a war and proving that statement ridiculously wrong. Um, I like... Um, I like what I was watching a video by Star Wars Explained. It was his review of yeah. uh, Old Friends Not Forgotten, the most recent Clone Wars episode, and he said, yes. and he said something along the lines of, "Palpatine put the Jedi in a lose-lose situation," which is very true. He
0: did put the Jedi in a lose-lose situation. That's absolutely true.
1: Um, he put the Jedi in a situation where they couldn't stand idly by while this war was happening. Because, because they'd
0: sworn themselves to the Republic.
1: They would swore themselves to to the Republic, of course, but they couldn't. But like, they couldn't go into the war because that would contrast their ideals, and they chose the Republic over their ideals, which was yeah. their downfall. The biggest thing for me about how the Jedi have truly and utterly lost their way is the trial of Ahsoka Tano. Mm. Ahsoka why, Tano, what, why
0: is that the turning point for you? Because. Hear that explained? I'm curious.
1: Because they were. They. They had all this evidence that. Like, the evidence was clearly planted to frame Ahsoka. But Ahsoka yeah. swore that she was innocent. Now-
0: I mean in her defense, in the Jedi, I guess in the Jedi Council's defense, who wouldn't swear that they're innocent?
1: Of course, of in course that not. situation. But the Jedi, the Jedi are famously known, the Force, one of the things that the Force can do is pred- predict intentions and read minds in that way. Mm, yeah, so that's true. they could have seen into Ahsoka's thoughts. messed up. And they could have seen that, yeah, she is innocent. Um, but, but yet so you're they went that they through. chose not to they interesting they, either they chose not to or the, in the rush of the moment they temporarily forgot that hey they were Jedi um, and also by the yeah. way they turned their entire attention uh, from a war that I know they shouldn't have gotten into but they committed to that war but they turned their entire attention the Jedi Council turned their entire attention um, from that war to a bombing of the Jedi count uh, for, to, to a bombing of the Jedi temple I'm not saying. I mean, they,
0: I would be pretty concerned too, since it I, was like a.
1: I would be pretty concerned. Relatively, but the entire Jedi. Jedi Council, the entire Council. Um, yeah, for like two weeks. I don't know. It seems a little. It seems a little strange for I guess me. I,
0: I guess I can see what you mean. And I don't
1: they caused they, they yeah, caused Ahsoka I so much anguish. And actually, there's one other thing. It's the whole taking the the Padawans away from their parents. Without consent, without all that, that's just no, I can't. Jedi definitely have lost their way. What do you think?
0: Yeah. I would say it's difficult. I think they lost their way, but they were kind of forced to.
1: They were definitely forced to. They were definitely forced to. Because of how you said
0: Palpatine put them in a lose lose situation. I think they had kind of been in that lose lose situation for a while. The problem was what could they do? If they didn't, if they fought in the war, well, we know what happened. And if they hadn't fought in the war, they would have been branded as, like, traitors. Yeah. Cowards. Palpatine's propaganda machine would... Like, no one would have stood for it in the Republic. they okay. would like, you're these super powerful space wizards.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I guess I'll go ahead with my next question. All right. Um, in, the, uh, in the Disney era of Star Wars, in the new canon era of Star Wars, we've gotten to see many uh, creators... Um, forge their way in the Star Wars universe. But this one, this uh, this uh, question is focusing on one of the most influential creators in Star Wars over the last couple of years, and that's J.J. Abrams. Which J.J. Abrams Star Wars movie do you think is better, The Force Awakens or The Rise of Skywalker?
0: Um, I mean, in my opinion, obviously, The Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Really? Because I, um, I remember
1: you were saying to me a couple months ago that w- that it wasn't so clear to you.
0: I think now that I've had more time to reflect on it, I really believe that. Um, the more and more I kind of go over the events of the Rise of Skywalker, the more and more, quite frankly, I don't like it. But I did enjoy The Force Awakens a lot. I'm not going to get into why I dislike it. The sequels, specifically the last two, to a great degree, but suffice it to say, I thought the, um, the, uh, The Force Awakens kind of, I thought, at least I thought it was the best of the bunch.
1: Okay. I, I, I get it. What about you? Um, for me, it's, uh, for me, the sequel trilogy is interesting because in my opinion, it gets better with every movie. I think The Rise of Skywalker yeah. is better than The Force Awakens and The Last mm. Jedi, actually. Um i I don't know, I really, really do like that movie. It actually the more I actually the the more I actually see clips from the movie again and like interact with stuff relating to the movie I read the novelization a couple months ago, the more I seem to like it actually. Um, really yes what I, do you what
0: do you like about it?
1: I like the fact that I think a lot of the relationships that we, we that we've come, I love that a lot of the relationships that we have come to scene in the last nine or three or six movies are coming to fruition. The relationship between Rey and have have come to real fruition. The relationship between Rey and Kylo. The relationship between Rey and Finn. The re- relationship between Finn and Poe. The relationship between Rey and Poe. Rey and Luke. Luke even Luke and Leia yeah. a little bit. Um and. Um, the Skywalkers and Palpatine and the light and the dark, all of, the, all of those relationships come to a close in what I think is a satisfying way. And mm. that is, that is one of the, I think that is one of the biggest strengths of the Rise of Skywalker for me, is it is a satisfying end to the Skywalker saga. Um, but that's just me. Uh, what is your third question?
0: My third question is, how do you feel about season seven of the Clone Wars so far? which episodes do you like which ones do you not like overall Um, is it meeting your expectations
1: i feel very very positive about the clone Wars so far um the bad batch were was were very good i i knew vaguely what happened i think the like i i didn't actually see the reels before but i knew the the general plot because i'd heard of heard it from people on the internet um but uh, the Bad Batch was good. I think the echo. I think the whole Echo Survive thing was played out a little bit cheesily. I think it was like, um, I think Echo's alive. No, it couldn't Sorry. be. Uh, I think it was played out a little cheesily. But you know, it's fine. I think Ahsoka's walkabout, regardless of what a lot of people have been saying, I do. I did very much appreciate that arc. The first episode was a little underwhelming for me, but then I kind of readjusted my expectations a little bit. Um, so, but it became an ultimately satisfying arc that, with me, got better with every. That for me got better with every episode. I very much appreciated the twist with Bo-Katan and the, the Mandalorians in late episode three. Um, yeah. Uh, but I thought, uh, uh, Ahsoka's walkabout was ultimately a satisfying arc, if not the most flashy, or action-packed. Um, this yeah. last episode, "Old Friends Not Forgotten," I. Firmly believe is the best episode of the season so far. Um, you can really tell they're hyping up mm. the Siege of Mandalore, and I can, and I for one cannot wait to see how the Clone Wars ends.
0: Yeah. All right. So, for me, um, I felt that it was, to be honest, something of a um, a mixed bag. Um, I was I was very hyped for the season and i did really enjoy the uh, the first arc that being said um, i thought that the epi- the episode with the on the wings of the keradax i believe it's called right yeah, that felt third kind of i guess felt sort of like filler kind of cheesy um not no not cheesy actually mainly just it felt it felt honestly like filler but um overall it felt really good it didn't feel too um, Clichéd, although the thing with the, um, the soldiers, like, the clones fighting the Bad Batch, like, fist fighting the other clones and stuff, that felt kind of, like, I f- I f- that's just kind of like, it feels like we've seen this before. But, that being said, I really enjoyed that arc. On the other hand, um, the, uh, the next arc, the, um, the arc with Jason and Roth and Martez, I... Cannot really say that I enjoyed that arc. I found it to be pretty boring, Um, to be honest. I feel like if it... Here's the thing. If it was in an earlier season, or even if this wasn't the last season, or if this was a season with, I don't know, 20, 22, 24 episodes like we've seen in the past, I believe, maybe not 24, but something close to that, I feel like it would have been okay. But for the last 12 episodes of such a beloved fan favorite show, I was just kind of expecting more like nonstop, like action, a lot of like fan favorites stuff coming back more toward the, um, more kind of a action fighting violence, lots of big space battles, big flashy show pieces. And I didn't, and to be honest, I wouldn't have had a problem with it if the the episode itself just didn't feel that. I think felt clunky. Yeah, the the script, um, the writing felt clunky. The acting was just corny, and it frustrated me that the the characters kind of felt illogical, I guess, in some of their decisions. And to be honest, the entire episode where they escaped and then back in prison, like. Could have happened in two episodes rather than four, so that was uh that was kind of my beef with it, and and I also, yeah, um the siege of Mandalore, the what was the newest episode called? Friends reunited Old or friends something?
1: Old friends not forgotten.
0: Old friends not forgotten. I did like that episode very much. On the other hand, I found it strange that Ahsoka was so willing. I I, I found it. Um, I mean, maybe they'll go into it, but it felt weird the way they portrayed Ahsoka again and again, kind of, I guess, blowing off or not wanting to talk to Anakin only to not really go anywhere with it in the episode. Maybe they will in, maybe, they probably will in in future episodes, so I'm not too concerned about that, but it just felt kind of like a waste of all too precious time for, like, the, the final episodes and the fact that Disney is hyping them up to be The final episodes, this is it, guys. This is it. This is it. So I just felt, I guess, confused from a plot standpoint why Ahsoka was so eager to team up with and to completely trust Bo-Katan Kriz given that she probably in-universe maybe not even a year ago was trying to kill the jedi and was basically a terrorist and a war criminal that being yeah i just didn't really understand that part about why she was so eager and also the whole thing about no the chancellor needs you didn't doesn't make any sense like coruscant is the most as far as you know like the most densely populated planet in the star wars universe so again, that just seemed a little weird, and it was kind of frustrating to just see these things and just being like, "Why are these? Like, why are they acting like this? This is kind of weird, and it feels a little inconsistent." Especially the Bo-Katan part. That being said, I thought it was a really great episode, and I loved the cliffhanger when it ended up with Maul, and he's like, "I was hoping for Kenobi. Why are you here?" Because I feel like at this point it's kind of a meme? It definitely And I think is that Dave Dave Filoni, know, Filoni knows that everyone knows that it's a meme.
1: My, my actual reaction. Even was, Sam.
0: Every Sam Witwer knows it.
1: My actually, of my actual reaction was to that like cliffhanger was. Um, he said he Sam Witwer. you gotta get your acting better. You didn't say it right. He said he said I was hoping for Kenobi, but it was it should be I was hoping for
0: Kenobi. <laughs> I was hoping for Kenobi. Why the heck are you here? Yeah, that, was, that was funny. Yeah, right.
1: okay. Um, now, your, I know you question? have mixed thoughts about these movies, but I'd like you to answer this question as honestly as you can. What do you think yeah. is the most underrated scene in the sequel trilogy?
0: Uh, the most underrated scene in the sequel trilogy? I don't know. Maybe any. Maybe like anything with um, Finn and Poe in it.
1: I'm gonna go. I feel with, like,
0: especially in the Force Awakens, I just feel like they have a lot of chemistry, and I really like seeing that kind of played out and seeing the way they're kind of like getting buddy buddy.
1: I'm gonna go with maybe I think the best scene from the first half of, in my opinion, the best scene from the first half of the Rise of Skywalker, which is the scene yeah. where um, the Falcon is getting back from getting the uh, file from the. Uh, uh, First order turncoat, um, and we get the scene with Ray and Poe and Finn uh, arguing and having some bonding time, and I thought that was really nice. Mm. Um, uh, it, uh, there, there's a part where uh, Ray asked, "So, bad mood?" You're a mess. "Him?" "Always." Which I thought was just great. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really. just kind of made
0: him. me sad because I feel like they changed his character so much but yeah <laughs> okay oh, well.
1: um go ahead with uh, your f- it's my fourth question. question yeah fourth question
0: all right who is in the right in the clone wars the republic or the separatists like politically morally who is in the I right i would say
1: who's in the i would say um in the clone wars morally right I would say the people who support the Separatist Alliance have some serious, like, they're probably in the moral right. The people who support the Separatists. The Separatist leaders are definitely, by far, in the moral wrong. Um, But I think the people who support the Separatists in the Clone Wars, like, they just want less Republic control with a Republic that is becoming increasingly more and more corrupt by the day. there's definitely an argument to be made that the people of the separatists were in the moral right and I'm behind that. Um, I don't think the people in the republic, I don't think the people of the republic are in the moral wrong. I think they actually, I think the people of both sides aren't, neither of them are morally wrong. I think the higher-ups of both sides are actually morally wrong. The separatists, because, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, they're just in it for themselves and money and making profit and all of that stuff and the Republic higher-ups because the Senators are, are just from, from the Republic are just as corrupt as the, at least most of them. The Senators of the Republic are, are as corrupt as the ones from the Separatists. I mean, you see people like Senator Frita, um, mm-hmm. you know, um, the people from the, uh, from the uh, Kaminoans, Kinaha. They're just as corrupt. Um, I would say the people of the Republican Separatists are morally right and the higher-ups, for the most part, of the Republic and Separatists are morally wrong.
0: Yeah, okay. Um, I would say that... Um, I think this is a tricky question because I think a lot of what the Separatists are asking for, um, at least like the people who support them, isn't that wrong, especially considering what's happening with the Republic at, ta- at that time which it's basically collapsing in on itself. On the other hand... I really have to kind of lean towards the Republic on this, one, given that the separatists, especially their military, are they're pretty given to some war—they're pretty gri- given to war crimes, uh, crimes against humanity. I think we see that um, time and time again, and the fact that the movement was basically started by like the Trade Federation and those different companies just so they could get tax breaks because they didn't really want to like pay taxes or deal with any kind of regulations. But I think that given what's happening with the Republic, I think that from the citizen's perspective, I would understand, but not, not from a politician's perspective.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I see that. Okay, here's my question. I've been focusing, I don't know if you've noticed, I've been focusing a lot on the sequel trilogy. There's no, here's another sequel trilogy-related-ish question, okay? Yeah. Um. Disney has been announcing recently that they're going to be uh, doing a lot of movies that are going to be completely and utterly unrelated to the Skywalker saga. One of these trilogies, um, the first movie is going to be written and directed by The Last Jedi writer-director, Ryan Johnson. My question is, would you like to see uh, this, like, are you optimistic for this new Ryan Johnson Star Wars trilogy in spite of your feelings about The Last Jedi?
0: I'm going to be honest. This may not be what you want to hear, Eli, but to be honest, I am extremely, I am beyond pessimistic. I am very, I'm not at all in agreement, in accord with anything that Ryan Johnson did with The Last Jedi. And I don't think he really understands Star Wars beyond what he wants to make it. I think he kind of, um, this sounds a little extreme, but it seems like he kind of spits in the face of a lot of what people kind of, for the general part, agree on what makes Star Wars great. And you could say that for... A lot of what the new Disney stuff has been doing not gonna get into that but yeah to say the least I'm I'm not excited I don't really think he should be involved in Star Wars he kind of was just like the last Jedi to me kind of just seemed like what would happen if a snobby like movie a, a snobby amateur movie critic also hated Star Wars what if they got to write a fan fiction? What would happen? Like a Star Wars fan fiction that if it felt like he was just kind of like trolling people. It's just kind of like, "Ha ha, I could do this." Ha uh-huh. ha. Without really any just in to be any rhyme. Or I was not
1: expecting I like I wasn't really <laughs> expecting that like negative response. I was expecting a I was I wouldn't have been surprised if there was a negative response. For me, I know you're what you're expecting me to say is like um, and what probably people are expecting me to say is, of course, I'd love to see a Ryan Johnson trilogy, yeah. but I really just don't know. Like, we have no idea. First of all, he doesn't even know if, like, if or how soon this trilogy is going to be made. We have no idea about what the story is going to be about, when it's going to be, what it's going to cover at all. So I really do just think it's too soon to say. It could be great. It could be awful, in my opinion. Um, I just really do not know. Um, I'm right now. I am going to say I am cautiously optimistic. I'm hoping. And, you know, rebellions are built on hope. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah,
0: I can I can see that. I can see that. Yeah.
1: Go ahead to your final question.
0: Isn't it your turn? Oh, no, yeah, 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 you just fine. I just okay. did. My final question. I think that um, when it, there's a lot of uh, arguments and discord um, about like uh, which trilogy is better, and there's been some beef between the online communities for these two, especially the meme communities, some toxicity, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's always interesting. Which is better, the prequels or the sequels? as well, a trilogy.
1: Well, I will just say this. Both have their strengths. The prequels world build like no other movies I can I can see. It, they're really good at like capturing new areas of Star. Wars. Like the original trilogy feels so small in comparison to the, the to the prequel trilogy. That is I think the only thing yeah. the prequel trilogy has on the original trilogy. But and I was
0: talking about the sequel, to the prequel, no.
1: sequel. No, I know. I'm just saying. Oh, okay, like, good, good, good. Yeah, no, uh, they're yeah, yeah, so big yeah, yeah. that they make the original trilogy feel small, um, yeah. which is not an easy feat. Um, yeah. However, I'm gonna side with the sequel trilogy on this one because I like all three sequel movies better than all three prequel movies by a landslide. I think the sequel trilogy, what it really has on, what it has on the prequel trilogy is quite simply character development and story ideas. I think, like, I don't feel, I can't say I feel for Anakin during, at at all during the prequel trilogy. I can't say I feel for him one bit. Do I feel for Rey? All the time in the sequel trilogy. Do I feel for Pin? All the time. Do I feel for Poe? All the time. I feel for Obi-Wan. I can't exactly say I feel for Padme because I don't. Um, But the writing and the acting for Padme and Anakin in a, in in contrast to the writing for say Ray and Poe in the sequel trilogy, it's just it it it's such a big difference for me. I also feel like the sequel trilogy has a lot of interesting ideas about what the legacy of the original trilogy was. Um, I like I deeply enjoy seeing Kylo Ren on his journey. Uh, it is one of the highlights of this, of the sequel trilogy. Seeing someone who isn't quite Vader, and the entire his entire character is based on the idea that he could never be what his grandfather was. Um, I could rant about Rey for absolutely days and how I love her character and how she is my favorite character in the sequel trilogy, but I'm not going to. um,
0: He's uh, not going to, folks.
1: (laughs) I'm not gonna. um, And I know this is going to be controversial with many people, but I think the single greatest... uh, Like, not the single greatest... I think the single greatest legacy character that they did in the sequel trilogy was Luke Skywalker. I think they did a fantastic job with the idea that our heroes are not set in stone. They're changing characters and they have room for development or in Luke's case, kind of regression regression um, for that stark reality, but they can still change for the better. Um, but so sequel trilogy though, the prequel trilogies do do, has, ...do have some things going
0: for it. Yeah. Um, what's weird about this is I feel like... ...if we had had this discussion... two, three years ago... ...I feel like our positions would have been reversed. But to be honest... ...I'm gonna say... ...I'm gonna say prequels.
1: <laughs> I'm not surprised in the slightest.
0: Because honestly... ...I used to dump on them... ...and I still think they're not great movies... But I feel like as Star Wars stories, they're much more. As Star Wars stories, I think that they are far more interesting and, in my opinion, good. I should say, I like them better. They, I kind of vibe with them more in terms of what I think Star Wars should be. So yeah, I guess, I guess I'm, a, I guess I'm a prequel I'm, I'm, fan now. I'm honestly not
1: surprised. Um, I don't think that means you're a prequel fan. I just, don't think, I just think that means you think the prequels are better. Um, yeah. Okay, I guess we're going to get to my um, last question. And I kind of cheated a little bit for this last question, but not really. You'll see why. This is what I'm calling the Star Wars Opinions Speed Round. Um, I have, speed Round. I have five questions all based on a category. Um, all right. And we're just going to quickly provide our speed answers to them. And all right. this category is... Who would win in a fight? It's gonna be a mini versus series right here. Okay, number one: Maul, Phantom Menace, or Return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker.
0: Ooh, Return of the Jedi, Luke. Clearly.
1: Y- yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm tempted to say so. I don't think. I think Maul is, at the end of the day, just a kind of like he, He's not created He's not creative enough to go against Luke. That's I think what is. Is it supposed to be
0: a Luke. speed round? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. All right.
1: Um, number two. Vader, uh, Empire Strikes Back Vader, or Revenge of the Sith Yoda.
0: Empire Strikes Back Vader, or Revenge of the Sith Yoda? Mm. Yoda, Yoda, all the way. It took me a minute to process that, but yeah, Yoda all the way.
1: Yeah, I I tend to agree. Yoda all the way. Okay, this is an interesting one that I I was thinking about. Um, Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Ren, or Rebels Maul.
0: Rise of Skywalker, Kylo Renner, Rebels Maul. Ooh, Reb- Rebels Maul. Rebels Maul. Totally. Oh,
1: I'd go with Rise of Skywalker, I Kylo.
0: I just feel like he has way more experience than Kylo, who doesn't really have anything. Kylo's just kind of angry, but Maul's just got, like, years and years of anger he can draw on to amplify the dark side other than himself. Maul got trained. Maul was in under the tutelage, not for Actually, the longest time, but he was under the tutelage of Sidious for a while. So. Actually,
1: I agree with you. I was originally going to say Kylo. I think it would be close, but I think Maul would pull out the victory on this one. Okay, here's another one. Season 2 Rebels, uh, Seventh Sister. Or mm-hmm. Season 4 or 5, I forget which uh, season he was in, but The Clone Wars Pong Krell.
0: Pong Krell. Ooh, yeah, definitely Pong Krell, I think.
1: Oh, I was going to say uh, Seventh Sister. Really? Because yeah. to me,
0: Pong Krell, like, I feel like to do that to the Jedi Order, you gotta be pretty. I don't know. Maybe it's just. He has the blade advantage. He has four double bladed lightsabers. He has eight lightsaber blades. For me, as that's exactly why.
1: For me, that's exactly why I think he'd lose. Is because I think a lot How of. Can the, that possibly
0: be a disadvantage?
1: No, I just think that his. It's, it's not a disadvantage. I just think the whole four double blade lightsaber thing is a lot of like. It's a lot what I think about Darth Maul. It's like, it's a lot of smoke and mirrors. I think, like, the fact that... He, yeah, but
0: I feel like... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But I, I, I feel like the Seventh Sister, like, her whole strat is also kind of, like, to kind of in, confuse and intimidate because of the, um... Be, because of her, like, spinny, spinny lightsaber. Whole, her whole I, thing is also confused and intimidate. So I feel like the fact that she has to go up against someone when she's usually going up against someone when she has the confidence edge because of that, I think that would sway the fight in Pong Krell's favor. I will say both of them have sensing
1: disadvantages. We see in Rebels that uh, Seventh Sister didn't exactly sense when Zeb was hanging on the roof of that ship with the Falcon. Uh, Not the Falcon, the Phantom. Um, Yeah. But... Pong Krell didn't exactly know that that clone was gonna shoot him in the back when he did, um, but I'm going. I think going- that's
0: just kind of a. Um, I think we. I think. I think maybe that's an issue of expectations. I don't know. I find it weird to expect that, because I feel like a lot of people, even like Obi Wan, and Anakin, get like jump scared. I mean, I think, that, I think the So I feel like it's like- a. It's not a reason. I don't think it's a reasonable expectation. If they're, if they're just, like, walking around and they don't think there's any danger. Unless they're, like... I guess unless they're actively sensing... Unless they're actively sensing for it. Especially in the Seventh Sister's case. It wasn't, like, trying to kill her. I'm still so going... So I can see. I'm still You're going, going seven for Seventh Sister. Right, I Sister. Um, okay. I still go with Pong Crawl. But
1: okay, yeah. here we go. Last one. Knights of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic... Darth Malak, or Revenge of the Sith, Kit Fisto.
0: Oh man, I don't know anything about like Malak's power level. Um, I know that Kit Fisto is like a really good duelist, but I, I just don't as cool as he is as much as I am a Kit Fisto fanboy. As oh, but- skilled and knowledgeable as he is, I don't. I just don't see him as like a really kind of a hard hitter who's ready to like take on the dark side. I guess.
1: See, this is this is um one I, I've been like thinking about for a while, and I don't exactly have a very good answer for this one that I feel like positive about and confident. Uh, on one hand, you know how much I love to absolutely bash Darth Malak, um, <laughs> and how much of a wimp I think he is. But on the other, you think hand, he's
0: useless, right? Or you think he like doesn't? I
1: I, do... I think he pales in comparison to a lot of Sith lords. Um, on the other hand, Fisto, as much as I love his character, gets taken out in about fifteen seconds by Sidious in their duel. He lasts yeah. about ten seconds longer than Agen Kolar and Saiyans teen in that same fight. So I do say, you know, you know, he he at least got a couple lightsaber strikes in. Um, I honestly don't know. I I'm going with. Yeah, I'm going to go with Malik slightly. Just slightly. Because I think he's... Uh, it's because of his knowledge. He has a lot of knowledge of ancient Sith techniques. And he has a lot of... And I, th- I don't think Kiss- Kit Fisto would be exactly ready to take that on. I will say this. There are scenarios where I think... Kit Fisto would definitely win against uh, Malik, but in the majority yeah. of scenarios, I think Malik would win. Um, I think that is actually going to wrap up our uh, special episode uh, and hopefully our first episode of opinions. I think I want to do this again. Do you want to do this again?
0: Yeah, I think it's fun.
1: Next week, next—I mean, it'll be two weeks from now because we're recording episodes a week ahead right now, um, but. Next week, we are going to be watching the first 20 minutes. The first 20 minutes of episode one, The Phantom Menace. Um, And that'll be our first episode of season two. Are you excited? I'm excited.
0: Uh, I'm excited, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I guess we'll see you guys um, next week for... Season 2 of In a Galaxy. I guess, in the meantime, may the Force be with you. Make sure to subscribe to us on Anchor, on Breaker, on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Radio Public, on Google Podcasts. Thank you so much
0: for tuning in.
1: Yep, that has been our bonus episode in between Season 1 and Season 2. Bye.